and behold. Hello. Welcome in. Hello. So please, uh, I know you guys have been in the green room uh, for a bit. Please step into the studio. <laughs> Let me just do that real quick. Okay. Um, yeah, welcome everyone uh, to another episode of Game Busters. Um, I am recording this a little bit ahead of time because we're doing uh, video games, the musical, and that's going to take some time to actually record whatever song we end up making at the end. So this will buy us some time, I think. Um, yeah, but uh, we're uh, today we're going to be talking about Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword, um, a fan favorite uh, among, I guess, some of us in this in the in the, uh, in the studio right now. Um, but I am Nirav, and I'm going to be your host as always. And uh, Ree is again not here because I'm still recording this at a weird time. But uh, she will be back. I promise she's not dead. And uh, I'm joined by Chelsea. Hello, hello. And Ryan. Hello. Uh, just one hello from Ryan. Not <laughs> mm-hmm. as enthusiastic <laughs> as I would have liked. Um, Dang it. So yeah. All right, so yeah, we're we're just easy breezy here. So everyone, just you know, take off your shoes, um, you know, just kind of just chill. I'm trying to like, I want us to sound very professional. Like, oh shit, they have like a like a physical studio. Oh damn. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, we're gonna just kind of ease in by just talking about what's everyone playing right now. So Ryan, why don't you kick us off? What what, what video games are you are you looking at? Well, I'm I'm still going through uh, Nier Automata, thanks Ooh. to you. Um, I I think my Steam has um, been running out for Final Fantasy 15 uh, because everybody I know, including you, told me that the end ruins it. So I've I've kind of slowed down. I don't think it ruins it. Like the the actual ending is okay, but the second half of the game is kind of depressingly badly written okay yeah. well i'll i guess eventually i'll tell you what i think have you gotten to the big thing um i got to uh, a big titan man and i'm past that uh the the big thing involves a leviathan have you gotten to that no okay then that is when things take a turn okay uh, i'm also playing dragon's dogma um which is very fun uh, I'm I'm kind of late to coming to games if, if people don't realize that already. And then um, this past few days, I've been playing Stellaris, which is a very fun oh, game. Okay, I've, I've heard of that, but I know literally nothing of it. What is that? It's like a um, a space real-time version of Civ, but but like more complex. Um. I've never played the Crusader Kings games, but uh, from what I hear, it seems like a somewhere in between Civ and Crusader Kings in like complexity. Okay, it's pretty oh. fun. Yeah. Oh, was that the thing that I was watching you play in Discord the other day? Yes, that was it. Okay. With the, with the solar systems that you. Yeah. 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 Okay. Is that like a 4X game? Is what they call it? Um. Who makes Stellaris? I. I, I don't. I don't no, know. like it's a genre of game. Oh. It's a 4X game. It's like. It's like a different. It's like a kind of strategy. It's like a subgenre. I don't, I don't know. know. Anyway, um, okay, cool. Uh, Chelsea, what are you? What are you doing, video game wise? So I was working my way through the Blood and Wine expansion of The Witcher Ooh. Three, but our TV broke a couple of weeks ago, 
And I've been playing it on the Switch, and I hate playing the Switch handheld, so I haven't really been playing anything right now because I have trouble playing more than one game at a time. <laughs> so I've just been, and, and uh, I don't want to move. I don't. I'm too lazy to move the Switch to our other TV. So <laughs> it would just really be a matter of just moving the dock, and you you can't manage to do it. Is the is the idea? Yeah. Um. I just keep thinking that because our TV is at the repair shop, so I just keep thinking, oh, like why move it? it's going to be fixed and then it'll be home. And then the guy called us and was like, yeah, we fixed it, but there's like a new problem. So you're probably just going to have to buy a new TV. So now I'm just, now I'm just pouting about the TV situation. Cause I don't want to buy a new TV. <laughs> also okay. there, there are certain games that Chelsea likes to only experience in her, in her nest. Yeah. In the couch downstairs. Yeah. And it's just oh. not the same on a monitor or on, a smaller TV for her. Uh, okay. Yeah, I have a uh, I have well, a specific setup that I really like for games that I'm really into. Which obviously, The Witcher Three, I'm got almost like 200 hours in it right now. I would consider that a game I'm really into. So. She's in the middle of reading like her last Witcher book left. Oh shit. Yeah. Are they all translated into English now? I believe so. Season of Storms is the one I'm currently on. Um, I and I believe yeah, they're all translated now. Okay. But Season of Storms nice. isn't a part of like the linear story. It's a collection of short stories. But it was published. Yeah. It was published after okay. the main the main story. Oh, okay. Hmm. So that that is sort of you're still getting that that Witcher high. Yeah. Though. Yeah. Um, what are you gonna do once you finish that material? Well, I've got a couple other books to read. Um, but video games wise, I uh. I'm gonna go and play uh, The Witcher One, on. Oh my God! Are you <laughs> on sure? My, on my uh, my PC, <laughs> which should be. Have you Have you watched gameplay? I of have, but I like I, I, I know I still want to though, you know. Uh, sure. <laughs> I'm gonna get um, a bunch of mods. I've already been looking. She doesn't into have to buy anything because I, I already do it. have them on Steam. Also, and, that uh, game costs like seven cents. Anyway, well, right, so. right, right. But we already we already own it. But it's and... even easier because it's it's already downloaded on that computer. Yeah. yeah. Well, I will say probably right. by the time I get finished with Blood and Wine, because I'm not even halfway through it, um, Skyward Sword will be out on the Switch, and that will probably Ooh. be the next thing that I play. How's that for a segue? But that's Very also nice. just oh, nice. that's also just true. <laughs> okay. It was actually not a good segue because oh. I have to still talk about my thing. Well, never mind. Um, you can cut that out in editing. <laughs> no, it's going to be in there. Um, <laughs> uh, I've, I have I finished Near Replicant uh, this morning, finally. Um, so 40 hours, it is done. Um, very good ending. Very happy with it. It's a beautiful story. Um, I think I like Automata more, definitely. But... Um, near replicant has such the characters in that game are just so much more endearing and lovable. And like, I like, I feel like I genuinely care about these characters. Whereas like two B and nine S are like sort of a vehicle to deliver a theme. If that makes sense. Uh, Ryan, I don't know if that, what I'm saying makes sense to you. Like those, I feel like those characters were kind of like exist to like, you know, convey a theme and support a theme and like, which I like, but like it was kind of cool to see this being so character focused and yeah. just like come to care about these characters so much and like drop a few tears here and there. Um, but yeah, ending E was like took forever to get to. Like 
Chelsea, I don't know if you know a lot about these games, but you have to like replay the game a bunch of times oh. to like get get the real endings. Um, and it changes each time slightly. Huh. This one, this one is a lot more like unforgiving and I think disrespectful of your time, though. Oh. The first game, because mm-hmm. okay, so even after you finish ending D and you've replayed the second half of the game three times, it says okay, it erases everything, and then you have to know you're supposed to just start a new save file and then play through the first like three hours of the game again from scratch, and then suddenly things like just jump back to where you were at the end of D and then like you open up ending E and then you have like another hour to like finish the game. Wow. This this um, sounds like a nightmare to me personally. It's very complicated, but it was like a masterpiece. Like seriously, okay. I'm very impressed with it. It's probably my favorite game this year so oh, far, wow. but uh, yeah. Um, anyway, I did, I did do some cry um, and I've learned to love again. Oh, that's good. Oh. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's both of these games kind of, kind of are centered on the theme of like what what makes people human and then like kind of firmly declares like against all the odds that like it, just the ability to care about each other and feel compassion and concern is what like makes us human. And it doesn't matter if we're automatons or replicants or like robots or whatever, like as if long you as can, we can feel if you can care about others, then, you know, you're, you're human enough. And like, that's what matters. And like, that's nice. I can get behind um, that. I can get behind that. It's a nice time. I would definitely recommend people play automata first. Cause like, I don't think that I don't feel like I would see a lot of people getting through the tedious repetitive, repetitive nature of replicant, like without knowing that there was going to be some sort of payoff like that at the end. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but anyway, very it's- good. And I'm, no, I was just gonna say it's it's like it's like um, Chelsea wanting to now go back to The Witcher one. Yes, that 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 is kind of similar, actually. Um, so, at the end of the um, at the end of The Witcher one, do you have to kill the Shadow Lord? Uh, it's been a long time. There's there's something in a in like a forest with probably a bunch something of like that. Probably something. Um, and then I am also going to be jumping back into 13 Sentinels. I'm excited. I played two hours of it back in November and it's a, it was so fantastic. Um, Ryan, this is another game that I genuinely think you would be super duper into. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've talked about it before. Uh, it got a lot of recognition for like the narrative. Um, cause it is sort of an, it's like an, it looks like an old school point and click adventure thing almost. Um, it's a PS4 exclusive though, but huh. it's a, it's by Atlas, you know, the persona people, but it's very right. much not okay. like similar to persona in any way. Um, but it's, it's like nice. It's like beautiful hand-drawn art. Actually, if y'all want to look it up, it's, it's like gorgeous artwork and it's like, it's like a moving uh, like watercolor piece um, mm-hmm. the whole way through. And like, it's basically this like crazy timeline of like these 13 students like across a hundred years of time who like see the end of the world and like basically like time moves them all like keeps forcing them all together into the same place to like try to stop the destruction of the earth. Um, it's very cool. It's like very smartly written and it's like very, very good dialogue. So it is almost entirely like, walking from one place to another and then talking and then like thinking about stuff and then talking more and then like 
picking up an item you know it's like it's an it's an adventure game like in that you know like what i'm talking about mm-hmm. um is very very good though so i'm excited to jump into it anyway i have rattled on long enough um we are we we got it we got to get into the heavy-handed business of hitting things <laughs> with the sword <laughs> Um, yeah, so let's, uh, let's jump into, to bust them. So, um, welcome everyone to our, our main segment here. So yeah, we're getting everyone psyched up for the, uh, HD remaster of Skyward Sword. So, um, Chelsea, I know you're a big fan. Why don't you just give us like a brief rundown of like what the game is sort of. So you wake up in Skyloft. Uh, I think your bird is actually what wakes you up. Um, you go through your training, um, and, once again, you have to save Zelda, of course. Um, she's, I think she's taken by Garahim. Isn't that the villain? That's the villain. Yeah, that's the guy who keeps looking yeah, at the Yeah, he, like, he makes an impression, uh, for sure. <laughs> he's stylish. Yeah, I'll give him that. He's stylish. Um, but, you know, there's the three main areas. You st- So you start off in Skyloft. That's kind of like your hub. You have, you know, your um, your big. Is there a specific name for the birds? I can't even remember at this point. Loft, loft wings. wings. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. You have to fly your loft wing around and like drop down through like a hole in the clouds, and then um, there's either like the there's Elden Volcano, Lanayru Gorge, and then the the Farren Woods, Lake Floria era um, area, and you just gotta you know whack things with your Wiimote. And then uh, <laughs> save Zelda, essentially. Um, Great. I know that's a very simplistic uh, yeah. <laughs> overview, but no, that's good. We'll we'll get into it. But I just yeah. if, if anyone here hasn't seen any footage from it or anything, I have. I want to have sort of an image in your mm-hmm. mind. Um, so also, by the way, fun thing I learned literally two days ago is that the Wii remote is not called the Wii remote. Like, and Nintendo actually actively discourages people calling it the Wii remote. Uh. They have launched. They launched many campaigns back in the day to make sure people did not call it a Wii Mote. It is a Wii Remote. Why? Oh. Except everybody ever said it was the Wii Mote, and I'm pretty sure I've seen advertising and stuff called the Wii Mote yeah, too. Yeah, that's wild. Huh. I don't know. It's it's one of those Nintendo things, I guess. Why? Yeah, that has not been. A, I I honestly yeah. don't. That's know. not been a successful um, campaign of theirs because like. No. I mean, they also ran that campaign back in the 90s to or like 80s, I guess, to like make sure that like they didn't lose the the name Nintendo mm. um, because mm. of um, what is that thing called when like you're yeah, the same when you're uh, thing like with Velcro and like white Velcro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There was a whole thing where like because um, like Nintendo actually was in court and like it was they were it was dangerously close to being a situation where the word Nintendo was literally going to be like a common name for just video right. game console. Your, and they were going to lose the brand. Yeah, lose the copyright stuff. Yeah. Because it becomes yeah. generic essentially. Ah, uh, oh wait, hold on. I um uh, apparently uh Wiimote was trademarked trademarked by Miami based T V remote manufacturer for Phobis Technologies. And the sales oh, of Wiimote never stand up the to the sales of Wiimote, which totaled less than 1 million as of 2008 had fallen due to confusion with the Wiimote. So they uh, said it was trademark infringement. Th- that, I think, explains uh, it probably. Yeah. That, that probably explains it. I can't believe Phobus TV took down Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, that's actually, that's good to know, actually. Um, okay, so um, they got kicked off on development for this in 2006, literally days after they released Twilight Princess. 
um, they were like, all right, let's get going. <laughs> um, no breaks. So okay. this was, of course, it, it developed internally at Nintendo um, at their in-house studio. And uh, this was uh, assisted, actually, and I did not know this. Um, they were assisted by Monolith Soft for support work. Um, hmm. If y'all don't know, Monolith Soft is the creators of Xenoblade Chronicles. Um, so they helped out on the... Uh, they actually... So um, I don't know if y'all know this either. On uh, Breath of the Wild was actually co-developed by Nintendo and Monolith Soft. Okay. Um, yeah, so they, they've been working with the Zelda team for a while now, actually. Um, and they're actually working on Breath of the Wild 2 right now, and they actually worked on Age of Calamity as well. So they're they're pretty deep into Zelda as well as, you know, their own Xenoblade stuff. Gotcha. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, they famously, they actually were the ones who made the map for Breath of the Wild. Like, Monolith Soft's job was to make that. the world map, and Nintendo kind of did everything well, else. Well, they killed it. We have that map yeah. printed on a canvas in our home. We, sure we like it so much. I actually have a little one too. I got in the collector's edition oh, nice. that I got on on day one. Yeah, Reggie handed it to me at the <laughs> of Target. Course. Um, so um, yeah, they were like, okay, let's get in on the next one. Um, so uh, you guys know Aji Anuma. Um, he's the Zelda man. Mm-hmm. Um, so Anuma is uh, continued on uh, being the lead producer. Basically, when Miyamoto stepped down after ocarina of time from being like the the director of the games like he took like a supervisory role you know but he didn't he after ocarina of time he was like all right i don't want to like make zelda games anymore um and you know he he is more of like a management role at nintendo but mm. uh his sort of like second in command guy on the zelda games up to that point ag anuma took over as the director and he has directed every zelda game uh, since or main Zelda game since uh, Majora's Mask, so including Breath of the Wild. So he he's the guy you if you ever see any like Zelda stuff on like a Nintendo Direct, he's the guy talking with the glasses. Um, so yeah, he was he was kicking off development on Twilight Princess and or sorry, finishing development on Twilight Princess, and they said that they had like wanted to make like an well, sorry quickly have have y'all played Twilight Princess? I have not. I haven't either. Okay, um, I have. So that's fine. Um, Twilight Princess is um, tries to be kind of more open. Like there, are, there is a hub area on the ground, and there's like four areas around it that are kind of more openish, and you can mostly move between them freely, but like not all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see where they kind of had an attempt to like make it more freedom of movement, and like just kind of were not able to get it to work. Um, well, this time they were like, all right, let's do, I want to do Twilight Princess, but like way more open. They want it to be like, you can pretty much go and do stuff wherever you want. Um, so, um, this, I I don't know if y'all know this Skyward Swords development famously lasted like five whole years. Like it went, it went like way over time and budget. Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, actually, Miyamoto said that at the time it was the most expensive game Nintendo had ever made. Damn. Um, mostly because of how over budget and off schedule they were. Was it a lot? To, was it like the? This is maybe a dumb question, but was that? Did that have a lot to do with like the Wii Motion Plus aspect of the game? It did okay. have a lot to do with the Wii Motion okay. Plus. Good call. We will get to that. <laughs> yeah, that is that is actually exactly why. Okay. Um, so. Um, 
yeah, like I said, they showed off the game for the first time in 2008 because they were like, oh, it's almost ready. And then like they realized then they had to work in the Wii Motion Plus stuff and they had to build an entirely new game, like literally from the ground up. And so it didn't come out till 2011. Um, so, you know, it was one of those things where people were like, oh, this is never going to come out. It was, uh, you know, uh, kind of an Elden Ring vibe. Um, but um Anyway, the, so basically development time took a full two years longer than was originally anticipated, um, but they did release it in June 2011. So they um, they actually were not originally going to do this as like an origin story. Um, they kind of were like, okay, we want to make a game focused on like the Master Sword. Like we want to make it, they, they actually decided to make it more of an origin story for the Master Sword itself rather than like the origin story for like Hyrule I guess Mm -hmm. um but they kind of like you know built around that and we're like okay so Skyloft kind of originally was not in the sky is interesting like um yeah the hub the hub town originally was not in the sky and the reason that happened um was because they were like unable to figure out a good way to get you uh to different like areas quickly basically and somebody on the team had the idea like what if the city's in the sky and you just jump off (laughs) that is yeah that is quite literally what you do yeah and then um so this is interesting here um let me read this so they had a huge problem trying to create like do the story for this because the initial story uh plans were like entirely just like they kept finding contradiction after contradiction to like all of the established lore Mm -hmm because they were trying to do an origin story. And like every time they brought something up, someone was like, actually that contradicts the lore we established here. Um, actually, no. <laughs> do you think it was one guy? I think it was one guy. <laughs> I hope it was one guy. Um, so one of the producers, uh, Fuji Bayashi, who ended up being the, becoming the story producer, um, he uh, decided to pretend he was sick and he shut himself in his room for 24 hours at his house and he didn't leave. And he wrote the entire story for Skyward Sword in one day. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, and they used it. That was the one they ended up using. Hey, if it works, like, it works. The, oh, wait, hold George on. George Lucas. <laughs> this guy, this was this was the guy, right? This was the guy who kept saying, oh, that's actually not accurate. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Uh, um, so Mori, who was their lead writer, ended up just writing the dialogue based on, you know, this, this treatment that Fubayashi had made for the story. And... Um, they uh, they said that um, he was Fujibayashi was extremely intent on including a scene where Zelda jumped off the edge of Skyloft and Link caught her. He was he was he said that was a mandatory part of his script. <laughs> Damn. Okay. I was like, okay. I don't know if that's like servicing some like very obscure fetish or something, but. Oh God! I don't even. <laughs> Just fulfilling his dream where he's Link. Oh, that's, that's probably yeah. It, that's yeah. probably. I, I'm just gonna that's go with it. that instead of a fetish thing. Um, so yeah, I think y'all can speak to this a little bit too. Like this, this incarnation of Zelda and Link are very different than any of the other games in the series. Yes. Um, and I love them for that. But yeah, why don't you tell me a little about that, uh, Chelsea? Am I the best person <laughs> to do that? Okay, Ryan, why don't you tell me a little about that? I uh, well. Um, compared to all the other 3D Zeldas, I'm assuming. Yeah. 
Um, uh, what? Hmm. I mean, well, obviously, the the sort of the, there's. It feels like there's both more and less exploration all at the same time. Um. Mm-hmm. Well, I was I was talking more specifically about like the actual characters, Link and and Zelda, like in this incarnation. Oh well, um, <laughs> okay, uh, I'll do it. Yeah, um, please do. Yeah, well, sure. Just more, I just want to let you guys more, have an opportunity. Well, to talk so just a in my defense, like this is the first Zelda game I ever played. So to me, this is like the default Link and Zelda in my head. Yeah, yeah. I, no, I, I, I mean, I, I do remember watching Chelsea play this and thinking, oh wow, they're like already um interacting this much this early in the game um they're kind of friends they seem uh, yeah, it so... seems like there's a t- uh, i don't know i could be completely wrong here but it seems like there's more of like a romantic subtext that's more yeah there there's yes. yeah there there is like a romantic i guess main text also well, yeah um, that's true i guess but um yeah like so quick also quickly like um, Skyward Sword was also the first Zelda I ever played. Uh, I played that when I was in college and I still remember like standing in my, uh, room cause I had to stand to wa- waggle the Wiimote, whatever <laughs> around. Um, and, um, I had never played a Zelda game when I was a kid, but like when I was like a sophomore in college, like I had this Wii sitting in my room and like, I remember just going to GameStop and being like, yo, what's good? <laughs> I just, I wish I could ever be there again. Do you know what I mean? Like, I wish I could ever be in a place where I could, like, walk into a GameStop and be like, what's good? And somebody could hand me something as prolific as, like, Zelda. And I'm like, what's that? So my, the way I found it, I don't even remember how I got the game. Like, we just had, like, a Wii in our house for, like, a couple of years. Like, we played Wii Sports on it, like everybody else. Mm -hmm. And we had Mario Kart. But I didn't really have a whole lot of other games but I somehow wound up taking the Wii with me my freshman year of undergrad. And it was like, it, we used it for Netflix. That was the idea. But I, I mm-hmm. guess maybe someone, I, cause I didn't, per, I didn't like go seek it out, but I somehow arrived at my, in my possession. I don't know if someone gave it to me as like a Christmas gift or what, but suddenly I, then I, I think I had it for like a couple months before I was like, ah, eh, I'm bored. I'm not making friends. I'm a loser in my freshman year of college. Like, I'll just sit here and try this out, see what it's about. And then I, like, didn't leave my dorm for, like, I don't even know how long. Like, I just sat in my dorm on my bed. And, like, anytime I wasn't in class anyways. And sometimes I think I skipped class, which I was – that was not, like, a thing for me to do at the time. (laughs) But I – Oh, that's nice. (laughs) It was just, like – Yeah, no. It was, like, an addiction. Like, I sat there. With like, and I know it's just a wag. Yeah. And it's, and it's really like, (laughs) basically. And it's, it's also like the first game that I like played all the way through. Like it was my, my first real video game experience. Like I had played, you know, bits and pieces of Ocarina of Time and I'd played like Mario Kart, but I hadn't ever played like a single player story game. Yeah. No, I got got what you're saying. Yeah. That's why I love, I think that's probably why I like defend this game so much. Cause like people shit on it for, you know, legitimate reasons, but like I'm very fiercely protective of it because it was like my introduction to both Zelda and just gaming in general. Um, sorry. One second. I'm having a, an audio snafu. Oh no. Mm. What's happening? Um, 
Am I here? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Sorry, my headphones died. I had to plug them oh. in. Um, oh. Yeah, I, I heard everything you said, though. So, no, I, I totally, like, get what you're saying, though. Like, I I also hadn't really gotten into, like, a big single-player, like, narrative game. Like, literally, like, the, the closest thing I think I had played before even this game was, like, I, I played all the Pokemon games, like, you know, many times through. Like, but outside of that, I, I really just was like, you know, let's stick around in, in Mario or whatever, <laughs> you know? Um. So, yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. I have a specific memory of I, I I I feel like I have to have told you guys my like horrific like college breakup story where my like girlfriend like broke into my apartment and tried to like actually kill yes. me yes mm-hmm. um so the the beginning of the story the really or like the 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 part where things escalate is because I was in a my my dorm I was on like the ground floor and there was like a courtyard that my window was facing and so like the way that I was oriented, if I was looking at my TV, like I was like to my left was my window. OK. Mm-hmm. And so like this, the very specific memory of this is ingrained in me because I was in like the volcano temple or whatever. I was fighting the like Lizalfos. Oh, yeah, I was yeah. waggling my <laughs> Wii remote and I looked to the left and like my ex-girlfriend was like literally like pressed up against the glass, just like watching <laughs> Jesus. me. And that was like when and things escalated there and I won't get into it right now. Um, but, uh, that, that, I think this game is sort of really associated with the act, the absolute sheer terror of that moment for me. Right. That would make sense. <sighs> yeah. Um, but I still love it. Um, I'm glad. And then I also, <laughs> uh, I also remember one time, like I got stuck on something and like, I had to call in my friend who was like a Zelda pro and she like lived in the a dorm above me. She had to like come down and like waggle the Wii remote good. <laughs> <laughs> uh man um yeah so anyway we'll let the probably keep moving on but yeah so link and zelda in this story are childhood friends they are best friends and uh anuma said that they made that decision because he literally ran out of ideas like why link would rescue zelda anymore (laughs) that's yeah that's a good point (laughs) he's like if i just make them like best friends then like there's already a built-in reason i don't have to establish anything um and yes this is the only Zelda game where Link and Zelda are canonically like, uh, you know, romantically together. Um, That doesn't happen in any other iteration of the story, even though I think people assume it does. Um, But that is one of the reasons I love this This iteration. This game definitely gives me more of like a um, Dracula story type vibe. Like, like the effeminate guy or evil person is, has stolen the love interest in order to become more evil. I don't know if Dracula stole Mina to become more evil. Uh, well, you know what I mean. Um, yes. The, like uh, you have to save the the love interest from the evil effeminate guy, like Final Fantasy X. It's all Final Fantasy. It's 10, all final. It, it all circles. What back. year did that come out? That was before this, right? Uh, Two thousand and six. Yeah, it would have been. It would have definitely been before this. Um, no, oh, two thousand and one. Oh Jesus. Okay. okay. Oh, mind. it was a PS two, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. PS two boy. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, like queer coding your villains is not a new uh, or uncommon no, thing. No, 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 no. <laughs> my mom has been sorry. My mom has been texting me because she found out that her friend's daughter um, 
who I'll explain in a minute, Richa lives in Savannah with me and not with me, obviously here in the same city. <laughs> Additionally, lives let me in get Savannah. to that. <laughs> Additionally. And, uh, she, I have not talked to this girl in like 10 years at least, but my, and like, this is my mom's like close friend. So I do know this girl pretty well from like when I was a kid, but, um, just like, she's like a professional tease. I am not excited about reconnecting oh, with her. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, I just need to get that off my plate. <laughs> um, and if if somehow, Risha, you are one of our listeners, I apologize. <laughs> not enjoyed our time together. <laughs> oh, uh, God. Um, okay, so... Um, Anyway, we'll we'll keep rolling, but okay, this was also a weird thing. Somebody was like, I'm going to say it was the same guy. Somebody was extremely, extremely intent on having uh, Zelda push Link off of a ledge exactly three times during the story. Okay, the pushing off, <laughs> just in general, I can understand, but exactly three times, I'm assuming because like Triforce, but like... Well, they said that they thought it was would be a good three time gag, and then apparently there was like a big internal fight, and they had to cut it down to two. Oh, I don't no. understand like what the significance of this was, but it seems like it really tore the team apart. That is pathetic. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, <laughs> Chelsea, you got you gotta care about your your shit this much wow. to make a Zelda. Uh, I guess, yeah. If that's what it takes to make a good game, I guess have at it. I, I don't have to be a part of the sure process. That it is. I'm not sure that it is either. Um, uh, let's see. So because Link is, you know, as always mute and, you know, doesn't really talk or do anything, um, they wanted to show like sort of his character development by mirroring it in his rival, everyone's favorite character. Groose. 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 Um, yeah. So Groose's development as a character is supposed to sort of mirror Link's like journey to maturity through this story. Because this is like, you know, a very traditionally a coming of age story right. for for link mm-hmm. and zelda um so uh, how do you guys feel about the artwork in this one versus the other games i like it i mean it looks kind of like a... ryan do you have a question i don't i accidentally <laughs> clicked that <laughs> okay this is you raised your hand i i like it because it's and i think i think the decision because it looks like a like a watercolory storybooky kind of mm-hmm. aesthetic and i think having them be friends and have that like romantic thing pairs well with the art style and also it's like yeah it does strike me as that yeah it's it's like also just kind of like bright and fluffy and i don't know having a setting be the clouds i think that's nice. right i was gonna say the art style um almost seems to be designed to make the clouds look good yeah they actually that is that is exactly true oh. um that okay. that is actually something miyamoto said that when they were, were decided to move to being like the sky, the sky city and everything, Skyloft. They um, looked around, and Paul Cezanne, who's an impressionist, was like known for his use of, you know, making these clouds in the sky like beautiful. And so they built the artwork off of Cezanne, and then you know they cited some other impressionists like Claude Monet. But they they really wanted this to, yeah, for that exact reason, to make the sky like pop. It worked. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this let's get into let's get into the Wii Motion Plus. Um, so I don't know if anyone like remembers or not, but um, if you got Skyward Sword when it came out, then you also needed to purchase an attachment for your Wii remote um, that would plug into the bottom of it, 
Yep. And then like there was like a case attached to it, and you could like loop it around like the the remote. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was called the Wii Motion Plus, and it was like, okay, plug this into the Wii remote to make it work good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chelsea was the one that owned the Wii, and um, whatever like the the good the good controller that had the blue case around it was low on battery i would grab the other ones and and just be very confused about oh there's oh okay i have to attach this i have to do that oh also this controller just isn't as good let me just wait for the blue one to work again well regardless regardless in order to use your shield you still had to plug in the nunchuck attachment right God damn so you did have to damn have it. that and that looked ridiculous like if you walked past someone holding that like you just look like an idiot like that's like the one like you just like granted like I was in my dorm alone so like no one saw me but like it just felt ridiculous holding like two vaguely sex toy shaped objects in separate hands and then you're like waving them around like actually never mind yeah (laughs) is that not what it is i mean i mean it's fun don't get me wrong name the sex toy yeah name drop it i i hadn't i guess i had thought about like the the nunchuck controller really does too huh yeah Interesting. Yeah, it super does. Okay. <laughs> and all, and um, literally, the only reason you use that is just for like, as far as I remember, just like shield bashing. Shield and then like walking, I guess, right or whatever. Like, did do you um, use it for walk? I, I yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah you because you okay. use the little Joy-Con. Yeah, use the, the joystick. Oh, that's right. That's um, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, they had actually developed the entire game around using a very standard non-motion control thing. Because they said that they couldn't get the motion controls to like be accurate enough on the regular <laughs> Wii Remote. And so they developed the entire game for regular play first. And then, um, so they had like, you know, you just holding a nunchuck in the Wii Remote and like, you know, just pressing buttons to do stuff as you would normally. Um, uh, and then they, um, Fujibayashi stormed in again. This is the nerd with the glasses from earlier. <laughs> and like two years into development he's like look i have the wii motion plus and everyone's like dude we're like almost done with the game <laughs> um but he sh- he showed off um his design plan to anuma and anuma was so excited about the prospect of the wii motion plus that he was like throw everything we have in the garbage Man. <laughs> um he um was he was really excited i don't know i said he's extremely enthusiastic about it but um, basically like after about a year of doing that, they found it was so hard to implement properly that they considered just doing another restart on it. Jeez. Um, but you know what saved them? It was Wii Sports Resort. Really? Dang. Yeah. Wii Sports Resort released and Anuma noticed how good the fencing was. So he said like the fencing was exactly what they wanted from the sword play in Zelda. And so... He went over and he talked to the Wii Sports team and they just uh, they loaned they like loaned him the sword play tech with the motion controls and they literally just put the Zelda skin on Damn, it. Damn, that was nice of them. And it worked. Well, it worked, I guess, is maybe relative. Yeah, unless but you, put, it you can put air quotes around worked. <laughs> it, it just worked works. more for some than it did for others. Sure. I, it worked well for Chelsea. She's yeah, very good at it. it did. It did. It did. It does strangely. I, I'm kind of okay at it. Like it usually works for me. Chelsea's yeah. like amazing. I, I don't. I don't understand like what we're doing different, <laughs> but she's very good at it, and I'm 
just I think I'm below I'm think I'm well below average. <laughs> okay, I see. Can I say something also? I was not aware that this was not like necessary, but when I was playing this game the first time and it said to like flap like you know flap to like control the loft wing. I was like flapping both of my arms like a bird <laughs> to like fly the loft wing around. <laughs> like in wide arcs. And it was very oh, good. Like honestly, man. I would no, looking back, I would not change a thing. That was very fun. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to do that. It gives you pretty specific instructions on how to do it. Because, like I said, this yeah. is my first game, so I was reading. I'm sick of waggling the Wii remote. <laughs> Let me fly. I had to. I like was that like I know. Uh, one criticism I've seen of this game is that it's like very handholdy and it's too linear. But because this was my uh-huh. first game, like that was exactly what I needed, and like all of the annoying like little pop ups from Fee. Like I I had to. I yeah. used all of that. Like I I I. Oh, it, I'm I'm 86 sure you're gonna love this tutorial. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, that percentage is I did not like that she could just shut the hell up but like that i do remember like because i was like i have to fly this thing what but it does give you like specific instructions that don't entail flapping your own human arms (laughs) okay but uh, see the thing is i like i'm glad i did like flapping my own human arms i'm glad that you liked it and maybe on some level you know i i maybe on some level i knew you were were struggling to get free (laughs) emotionally flying was was like one of my favorite parts of the game i think it was actually not badly done like i remember there were tiny mini games scattered around for you to fly around yeah. you know it was just I fun flying. Do you remember there was like a pumpkin island why was there a pumpkin island it was just I do of, like, little mini games. just little uh, mini yes games. mini game side quests yeah um, yeah chelsea how do you feel about dousing i yeah, i was good at it i thought it was <laughs> useful like i get why people didn't like it but like it was Switching into it and switching out of it was a pain. Okay, so there, so I I read what they taught, why why they implemented the dousing, and I think there are two ways to look at this. So what they said was they created the dousing idea so that they didn't have to create natural pathing and environmental landmarks to naturally steer the players to where they needed to go, and instead were they were free to just design a world that looked like a a real place. Um. I can't really speak to if that maybe is because of time constraints mm-hmm. <laughs> um, or if they genu- genuinely felt that way. But like, I don't know. How do you all feel about that? Do you, like, cause they were, cause you know, in a video game, things are built in a specific way, like level mm-hmm. design so that it naturally paths you, you know, in the correct place. Right. But they said they didn't consider it for this game because like there's the dousing thing, just, you know, hang out with fee and go figure that out. Yeah. I, it probably would have been more helpful, but I didn't know any different at the time when I was playing. So I thought it was fine. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I am. That is one of the reasons I am kind of worried about going back to this game <laughs> when the switch one comes out. Cause I'm like, I don't want to like hate this game. retroactively. So I love it. Right. I now. actually tried yeah. replaying it. Like not even that long ago. It, um, no, like, like, la- like last year, I think like last year. Yeah. Um, and I stopped replaying it when I heard when they announced they were going to put it on the switch. Cause I was like, Oh, okay. I still want to keep playing this, but like, the motion, con- yeah, the motion yeah. controls are really not fun. I really like having a regular controller, and if that option's available to me, I'll just wait. But to me, I still like it. Like, I wish there was a way to fast scroll through, like, some of the dialogue and, like, get Fee to talk to me less now that I've played it before. Um, but I still really like the game, honestly. Like, and that's a pro- yeah. probably a lot of that is nostalgia talking. Um, but I think it's good still. My one, I do wish yeah. I. My, I remember the main complaints that I had about it now, you know, what, 10 years after I have was in college, um, 
I didn't like the way the camera panning was terrible because you couldn't, mm, you couldn't okay. pan the camera. You had to like turn and wait for the camera to go where you wanted and then like lock it. You couldn't actually control it. So that was, Oh man, I hope they fix I that. I hope they fix that too. I'm assuming they will. That was really annoying. And then I sometimes get lost in games, like in places, especially if they look kind of samey. And I mm-hmm. would get lost in Elden Volcano, especially once you get like the flame earrings that allow you to go everywhere. Some of those yeah. passages inside the volcano look too similar to each other. And there's okay, not there's fair. not like a there's not a very good mini map. And so I would get lost trying to like find oh, find the um the spirit realm little tears or whatever they're called. Mm. I would mm-hmm. get lost and then I would die and I would have to do the whole thing I over think this, again. The spirit realms were one of the few times I didn't get lost. I've been lost in every game I've ever played. <laughs> uh, um, I hate the spirit. So realms. one interesting thing, yeah, I like the shadow. The shadow realm. Yeah. Did you like them? No, I thought it was fine. I mean, like I also was very new to this stuff, so like yeah. I didn't have anything to judge it against. I guess I thought they were like, fun. I really dislike Um, anything where, like, if you die, you have to do the whole thing over again. And that's what... Have you heard of Dark Souls? I'm never going to play Dark Souls. That that is my... No, no, no. But, like, sometimes you would get... Because you had to get, like, I think 30 of the little drops or whatever. the Tears? I can't remember what they were. Um, Oh, yeah. Like, also, sorry. Let me just shout out again how every single fucking time you picked up an item, it's like, remember this? You just got one. Yeah. And they wouldn't wouldn't do that if it was, like... Within that like play session, like if you got right. two of like a uh-huh. if you got feather, the same item, then they wouldn't yeah. do it. But if you if yeah if you came back to after a save, oh yeah, I that hated that. That was awful. Um, lots of like little quality of life stuff. That, that I think that is one of the things they said they fixed yeah. in the remaster too. I, um, yeah, and I I just I guess I kind of assumed they would fix those things because like there yeah. it is like a game that like a lot of people have a lot of complaints about. So, I mean, I would mm-hmm. imagine, I mean, I would hope since they're selling it for full price anyways, that they will listen to those like little critiques and little quality of life updates that they could make. Yeah. But, you know, I could be wrong. It's, yeah. Well, um, so uh, Koji Kondo, who I don't know if you all know, um, you familiar with, with the man? Nope. Koji, no. Koji Kondo is the... Uh, composer who composed all of the music for the legend of zelda and the mario series hmm. so he, he's done some good work out there um so from from their very conception he has been the composer for 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 both of those series main series and um skyward sword was the first zelda game that koji kondo actually stepped down on and just took a supervisory role and didn't end up writing the music himself oh. um and so they had uh uh, four other uh, composers come in um, that they hired in, um, you know, younger folks, and he took a supervisory role. And he he himself composed only one single piece uh, of music, which was the prologue music when they show mm. you like the the origins of Hyrule. Ah, gotcha. Um, I liked this. He helped in arranging other composers' pieces using an electric piano and a Mac. Oh, all right, <laughs> amazing. All right, cool. Um, composing Zelda on GarageBand. Um, so um, they kind of split up the work, and uh, the main, the actually the lead composer was a, a woman for this, which is exciting. Um, 
uh, Fuji, she was responsible for like doing all the music for environments and dungeons and boss battles and like for Skyloft. And, um, you know, she, the, the art and environment and the music teams worked really closely with each other because they wanted the like, you know, they wanted the music to like reflect what you were seeing and like vice versa. And so they, um, I don't know. Do you guys feel like that worked out? I think it did. I remember the music being very good and very well like positioned. I, I guess. agree. I really like the music. Ryan will probably have stronger opinions on it than me. Though. Oh, I'd have to hear it again. You, you played the game so many more times than me. Um, <laughs> I, I remember enjoying it. I, uh, one of the, I mean, the music in Skyloft is uh, memorable and um, the music in the volcano is memorable, but I, um, that's mostly what I remember, but I don't remember being annoyed at it. Like, uh, um, like in Breath of the Wild in the um, volcano area, Chelsea hates those trombones. I do hate those trombones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Breath of the Wild actually was the very first Zelda game where Koji Kondo wasn't involved at oh, all. Wow. Um, I believe he had literally zero in, um, uh, impact oh. on that uh, score. But anyway, so um, this was actually the first time also that um, Nintendo had ever used a live orchestra for music. Oh. It was for Skyward Sword. Right. Yep. Fancy. Yep. Yeah, they, they had been using synthesized instruments up until then. Um, and so um, Miyamoto, they actually like didn't, they had actually planned to be using synthesized or, uh, and or, bleh, synthesized instruments, but Miyamoto busted in one day and was like, I got an orchestra. I found one. <laughs> fell off a truck. um yeah they apparently were like we don't have money in the budget for that and he was like no no i found it i found the money i got an orchestra it's like what did he do is that the same orchestra that did like the legend of zelda 25th anniversary symphony i believe that was a different orchestra um i'm not 100 percent sure it could be the same but um i think that was a specific um orchestra that did that uh that tour um so, um, yeah, so we're at the release now, released in June uh, 2011, so going to be just about uh, 10 years here, and uh, crazy critical acclaim, got a 93 on Metacritic, and uh, had got, uh, scored a 10 out of 10 from nearly every major publication, um, was like massively, massively praised by critics, and then fans were like, nah. Thing. that is always wild when that yeah. happens it is really weird this is one of the most this is probably one of the most divisive like fan critic splits honestly um but like yeah like even ign gave it game of the year like it was like a big deal and a lot of people say like a, it's pretty common for people to say like this is the worst zelda yeah. game yeah which is, which is wrong <clears throat> i've heard that I mean, a lot yeah. and i also disagree yeah I, those people forgot to play twilight princess i guess <laughs> but um that that they're coming for me oh god (laughs) um so this is interesting to me too uh this was the fastest selling zelda game when it came out but it also sold very few units overall Hmm. um uh only sold 3.4 million units worldwide uh over its lifetime and that was when there were Hmm. nearly 100 million wii's in the world so it was like a huge install base um People just didn't buy it. Um, it's interesting. Like, I think, I don't know if it's exactly like bad word of mouth or something like that, but people just didn't buy this one. Like, 
the the handheld Zeldas were almost all more successful than this, you know? Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. Why do you guys have any ideas on why that might have happened? Uh, I don't know. Um, I mean, I Chelsea's played um Skyward Sword many times, but again, that's her first Zelda game, yeah. and um, I've played A Link to the Past you know at least 10 times and that oh, okay. also probably has something to do with it being my first zelda game um i don't know i i hmm. i think that i think that skyward sword is maybe a better choice for people that haven't already played a bunch of zelda games and it's a worse choice mm-hmm. for people that have That's played and, and love all the other ones because like when I finished Skyward Sword, like I was like I gotta check out more of these boys, and like yeah. I immediately went and jumped onto, um, I believe I got Majora's Mask for the 3DS right after that, um, and I got and then I went to like Ocarina of Time on my like Wii U playing the mm-hmm. N64 version, like, um, so like no I got really into Zelda like from playing this game I was like really into it, um, yeah I don't know it's it's always a curious thing to me and I I think that the negatives that a lot of people have about it like bar some of the some of the complaints are valid like i think it is a little too handholdy at times and i think the stamina fruit thing is fucking obnoxiously bad <laughs> like it makes no sense um it's crazy because like i remember watching the game grumps playing this and like you know aaron's like yelling about it but he was like what what is the what is the stamina meter in service of here yeah, and I was like, I actually don't know, because like in Breath of the Wild, it's like the the idea is like, you know, you get more stamina, you can explore more, you can explore faster mm-hmm. and get to farther areas. And like that it's this stamina doesn't serve any purpose in this game. The, the stamina only works as like a, a limiter for very specific, like um, Bo- like boss sand at an angle areas. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Like because because you have to have a certain a level of stamina in order to make it to the top of yeah. some yeah. Like, like specific areas or like but climbing stuff because you do there you, are you like could re- some you climbing. could easily replace those areas with a dip with an item of something yeah um i mean like there i think there are some valid criticisms i think it's pretty far from a perfect game but like i also think people are like a little too harsh on it i think people like <laughs> yeah like to dogpile on it like because i <laughs> Because I like this game so much, I actually went back and I watched like the entire series on Game Grumps of them playing, and I would actually get like uh-huh. pretty heated <laughs> about like listening she, to Aaron complain about it. She would, because she, like, she would pause it and be like, "I just need to take a break." He's he's <laughs> complaining about not he, he all he needs to do is use his shield, but he at the beginning he said shields are stupid. I'm not going to use true. it, I remember and then that and then he wouldn't use it, and that's how you beat the game. She she was very would, heated. I would uh, get mad because he would complain about stuff, and it's like, man, if you had just like read the the scroll text of what they told you, like the information that the character, like the NPCs are giving you, or what Fee mm-hmm. is giving you, or just like use your goddamn shield. Like he was like, I don't know. And to it be felt fair, very like thirty episodes in, he did go back in and get. He a did, shield. and I was I felt very vindicated in that moment when that happened. But like he still, to me, would like complain about. It. He would. He was just like not slowing down and like actually trying yeah. to play the game yeah. in a skilled way. I think he was just like already I, annoyed at like the motion controls not working for him in like sword fighting. And so he was just like, oh, yeah. I hate this. So I'm not even going to try and give it I, a shot. I knew. Okay. 
I do think that that maybe it all comes back to like how handholdy the game feels, because like it gets to a certain point where like they're 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 telling you how to climb the ladder for like the third time, and uh, you're just like fuck you. I know I've played games. Um, and and then you end up skipping through stuff Important that. Info. That yeah, you need, yeah. And that you need, fair. and uh, I can understand that. Happening. And, and maybe I, that's also why people that I, I think probably haven't played as many Zelda games like it more. Um, and then people who had already played games, it was just at the same time too confusing and too handholdy. It, I can see it being both of those things at the same time. Honestly, yeah. um, I do want to give a shout out quickly to I think maybe my one of maybe my favorite game comes to it, but it's from that with like him trying to remember what the song is like bada bada boo day what the fuck is the name of the song everybody in the fucking world knows what this song is called what is it um okay so um yeah so like like you've probably noticed a lot of elements we've listed here from skyward sword did make it into breath of the wild but like we're fixed yeah. they're mm-hmm. good now yeah. um And in a lot of ways, Skyward Sword was like a testing ground for Breath of the Wild. Um, It was like a test of trying to do like an open world, non-linear, you know, dungeon exploration, um, doing stuff with stamina, with climbing, um, you know, uh, crafting, you know, you collecting different items and putting them together and stuff like that. Um, But yeah, I mean, I, I think that Anuma, when he said, when they were making Breath of the Wild, Anuma said that. We want to make a better Skyward Sword. Like he literally said that outright. That that mm. checks out to me. And yeah. I do love Breath of um, the Wild. I mean, who doesn't? To be fair, yeah. but yeah. Oh, <laughs> I I know. There's a weird number of people that hate it. Like a lot of people. Okay, weirdos. They're wrong. But I but I squash them because they're yeah. wrong. Like that's not even like an opinion thing. That you're just factually it's incorrect. Not. Yeah. Why? Do, I don't know why you want to be so wrong. Yeah. But people are so mad because they're like, it's not a Zelda game. Like, yeah, it's better, jackass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, I want to talk quickly about some of the new items, specifically the beetle, which I really loved and I'm sad has kind of disappeared. The beetle was fun. I, I was going to list the beetle as like one of my favorite Zelda items uh, of any game. Yeah. It's, it's super cool. Like you just get to little fly around a little bit. I like that one. Very I fun. I really like the whip. You do it like remind me of the whip. Is it literally just a whip? I can't remember. You, know, like, you, you, kind of... you like grab it and you can pull like boxes. Oh yeah. Left okay, right, okay, can... it's, it's kind of, yeah. yeah, it's kind of a little silly because like you can use it almost in this. It's not exactly like the claw shots, but like you can like hook onto like little branch type things and let it use it to swing you through. Or you mm-hmm, can like mm-hmm. flip over like the floating flowers to where like, you know, you don't jump on because you can't jump on them if they're roots up. But if you flip it, then you can jump onto the surface. I also there. It's also the item that you get for the ancient cistern dungeon, and that's also just like yeah. my favorite dungeon in the whole game. So I might just really like that item because I really yeah. like that dungeon. Is that the time traveler one? No, 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 because that's in the lin- which, which one is the cistern? The cistern it's, is. It's like very blue. It's yeah, <laughs> it like okay. It's kind of flowers. that like. Um, I mean, it's it's glowing, it's water based. Gro- glowing sprites of light shimmering everywhere it's in i believe it's in lake floria yeah yeah it's in it's once you get into lake floria it's the second time that you go to oh Baron yeah Woods. i know this place with 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 the goo yeah i know the goo but i really really like the ancient cistern it like it's like a it's a it's like a giant statue 
that's like been flooded on the inside and then you have to like get up to the top and then once you I think you get to the top or you get to the bottom you get to one section of it and then you have to fight this creature um I'm looking at a picture of that statue right now, and like the image that I have is him like with his hand over his chest, like "Oh my!" Like, he <laughs> yeah. just walked on in on my dressing. But the boss at the end of it, uh, I found to be really hard, and it took me like a long time to do it. And so once I finally like beat the boss, I was like, "Yeah, I'm awesome!" Like, <laughs> nice. I don't think um, I beat the boss. I think I stopped because I. Sad. I think you had to um, give the Wiimote to me, and then I had to I beat, think I did, yeah. yeah I beat this boss you for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The called in a ringer waggler. The Kalakdos. Because you have to, like, like smash its arms and then, like, get the, the little red glowing thing in its chest. But he, like, has a bunch of arms, so he keeps, like, moving it in front of that. Also, I, I think I've only ever stabbed on purpose, like, twice in that game. <laughs> you just kind of wave your arm around and hope for the best. <laughs> right. Um, so, t- I also, maybe one last thing I want to touch on is Fi as a companion. Um, I think we've already talked a little bit about... So, h- overall, how did you feel about her? Uh, slightly negatively. I would also say slightly negatively. Okay, also... Not, I don't hate her, but sidebar is it like I, I wouldn't hang out with her is huh? it phi or is it fee because i've always said fi. i thought it was phi okay but you you said fee so i i was trying to adapt and improvise I... chelsea and i have had this conversation more than once yeah because like you know you don't link doesn't have a kid does it isn't like hey fee or phi what's up like i've always said fee or i think ryan's always said fee we were actually just split like, yeah, i, I was to. like one of our friends says phi who is it and i was like i don't know and apparently it's you near but <laughs> Jesus. Um, but I don't. I'm trying to look. I'm just googling right yeah. now because I need to see. I um, I guess I would also. But while you're googling, I would agree with Ryan mm-hmm. and say slightly negative. Like she's helpful sometimes, but sometimes I would actually need like an answer to a question, and I would like go through the you know menus to do that, and then she would just give me completely useless information, and like wouldn't help me at all. Mm-hmm. I was like, and that's that's how I learned to access walkthroughs. Because I needed a walkthrough for this in places. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But she was, I guess, maybe moderately negative. Because she was like, she would, that whole like, oh yeah, the percentage, like 97%, sure, this is the right direction. It's like, just say it's the right direction. Like, Bitch, what about that other 3%? Yeah, like, right. what, are you, what, what, what are you doing? And then like, there was also those times when you would like, get like the thing, like the, the power you needed from the sword and you would learn a song and then she would sing and watching her sing is horrifying. <laughs> it is some eldritch, like uncanny Valley shit. Like, please, if you haven't played this game or you don't remember, go look up a YouTube clip of that because it's horrifying. <laughs> like, it's just, I don't know. It always creeps me out. Um, I didn't like her, I guess. Yeah. Moderately negative. I also don't um, think she's as cute. As the one from Ocarina of Time. Like, hey, listen. Like, it's she's just not cute. She's just annoying and yeah. unhelpful. So this has been... This has also been annoying and unhelpful, my research <laughs> here. Um, uh, okay, so it, it's pronounced in several different ways, obviously, by different people. But um, so if you look back to, like... Um, so apparently every time Nintendo officials, when they're speaking in English, pronounce it, they say phi. But... Um, they say her, 
her so her Japanese name, the Romaji, or you know, like the Romaji for it reads F A I, which is pronounced as Fay. And in the Spanish version, she's actually called Fay. Um, hmm. But if you translate the katakana into the Greek letter Phi, um, which I think is where her name comes from, hmm. then it would be pronounced Phi. So, like, nobody really knows okay. because, like, the Japanese translation is actually spelled Fay, which is not either of those. Yeah. I'm just going to keep saying Phi. Phi, Fay, from. <laughs> I smell the blood hmm. of a sky boy all right um i don't know scott he's a sky boy that's right okay are there enough ghosts let's close this out yeah there's enough were there were there like pose in this one i, I mean well i guess do spirits count as ghosts i think so yeah yeah there's enough there's enough okay good work you guys got enough ghosts in there all right so uh let's jump to our our closing little bit here uh dungeon busters which i don't know if you're familiar with chelsea this is new for season two i'm not familiar so okay give me just one second i need to grab my cards what what cards (laughs) wait How many times did I redo that last demise battle, Chelsea? I hope you guys God. were talking so I don't have like a full minute of dead air. <laughs> oh no, it was I it just was started. Dead air. <laughs> it was it was oh. mostly dead air. Also, Nirav, I Great. just wanted to let you know for like fun fact. Um, I huh? am actually taking the day off of work the day that this game premieres or is dropped for Oh yeah. wow, you're doing it? Yeah, I'm oh, taking the day it. off so and I'm pre legend. It's pre-ordering a pro gamer it. move. I've uh, like I do not really consider myself like a gamer, you know? Uh, but like I found, yeah. I was I I've never been this excited for a game to come out. You get like, a special badge when you take off work for the release of a game. Actually, <laughs> cool. But okay, I'm great. Just very excited. <laughs> the, um, all, all, also, all, all actually, of the gatekeepers like allow you through one extra door <laughs> in the gate. That did remind me of um, something I did want to ask. I forgot about. Um, are you getting the the Zelda amiibo? And how do you feel about that whole thing? <laughs> Okay, so I don't know about the whole, what the whole thing is. I don't – I'm, like, very much into the Marie Kondo thing of, like, not having mm. a whole lot of shit in your house. Chelsea is anti-amiibo. Yeah, I, like – Oh, no. Because, like, I don't like having just, like – like, I don't I don't want it. Like, what am I going to do when that gets to my house? Like, do I, do I have to, like – I have to find a place to put it? And then do I need to, like, put a shelf up? Like, I don't know. I just don't like having knickknacks to collect dust in my home even if they're cute and like surround my hobbies like well just just put all the amiibos in between all of the plants i have a little i actually have a little amiibo shelf see but that and that bed. makes sense but like i don't know i don't want to i don't there's just not enough <laughs> that's fine just... so the thing people are mad about is that the amiibo um un- adds a new function into the game that lets you fast travel if you scan the amiibo. okay what the hell am i gonna have to buy this amiibo now well, okay, so listen, what it actually does is that, like, if you're in a dungeon, you can be anywhere, and you can scan it, and then you'll just, like, basically be back at Skyloft, and then you can scan it again, and then you'll go back to that exact same spot in the dungeon. 
God. I don't feel like to me. I don't think that was a huge problem. I think there are enough checkpoints. Yeah, to be honest. I think so. Yeah, that just sounds. Yeah, convenient. I mean, it's it's a like slightly more useful. Like also, in I the, don't uh, want to scan Also, of the it's wild. a big statue of Zelda and a loft wing, and like I don't want to pick up like a fucking like foot tall statue and slide it over my joy cons no 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 no. that sounds pretty terrible yeah um people are mad about that though but like i think i'd be madder if it was like a function from the old game that was like suddenly locked away behind buying an amiibo yeah i guess it's a new thing so i don't care too much yeah that's fair yeah all right so let's 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 get into dungeon busters so chelsea what we're gonna do is i'm gonna i have this game called super fight which is a this card game that has a lot of characters and abilities and stuff in it and uh, dungeon duck. And what we're going to do is um, we're heading to basement floor seven of the dungeon and I'm going to pull cards that randomly assign you guys both characters. Um, and then you're going to get powers as well. And then we're going to work our way through three rooms of the dungeon and fight a boss. Kind of a D&D sort of a thing. But but mini. Chelsea's going to be very excited to try this. <laughs> okay. We'll get it's through fun. it. It's fun. It's just, fun. It's just improv. It's just improv. That's okay. my worst nightmare. Um, <laughs> come on. It's just, it's just jokes. It's just games. Oh, God. It's just games. All right. Um, oh, sorry. That was the one we used last week. Let me pull from the other side here. Um, okay. Uh, Ryan, you are an android that thinks it's a human. Hello. So oh, okay. So just Very real life. Auto- very near themed hey (laughs) thank you okay and then uh chelsea you are a kindergarten class you are an entire class of (laughs) kindergartners got it okay great and then uh each of you are going to get uh two powers now these powers might be good or bad i can't be sure until we have them so Uh ryan your two things are uh your clothes are way too big Oh, okay. I'm I'm a stylish. Um... And you can control gravity. Uh, okay. okay. All right. One That's of those a things good is one. way cooler than the other. <laughs> okay, Chelsea. Let's see no, no, it, they're both necessary because I'm wearing such baggy clothes. It, the 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 um the video of me using it, like all of the bagginess of the clothes starts to just lift up. It's very cool looking. Sure. It's a stylistic. Uh, I'll allow decision. it. <laughs> um. <laughs> Okay, Chelsea, you are, um, so I guess this applies to the entire kindergarten class, wearing an impenetrable tuxedo. Oh, oh okay. wow. Okay, I feel a lot better about the, <laughs> these these kindergartners' chances. <laughs> it's a good poll. Um, and then uh, it says you can change into blank at will, and I need to draw a character card. Oh, God. Again. I could just change into, like, a class of first graders or something. <laughs> um, I got K-pop star. <laughs> Awesome. Okay. Does the K-pop wow. star get to still wear the impenetra- impenetrable tux? I will say okay. yes. I'm going to say that you Voltron into one single K-pop <laughs> star. <laughs> Perfect. Oh. Um. Okay. So let's let's get into the dungeon. Um. All right. Your first room. Oh wow! It's a room of amateur improv comics in an infinite time loop. How do you get past them? In an infinite time loop. Um. Chelsea, do you have any ideas? Can it be nap time? You guys can't. Can die. it be nap time for the kindergartners? Will that do anything for us? If it's nap time for oh, you, is that sh- gonna guys, guys, you gotta you gotta be quiet. Um the kids oh. are actually sleeping. Okay. Um I'm sorry. Can you just take a quick break? Yeah, sure. Maybe thirty minutes. Okay. 
I'm say that's good enough. Um, we didn't even need to use any powers. Nice. All right. The ne- the next room, um, is a gauntlet lined with jerk seeking missile turrets. Are uh, they, you guys jerks? I don't think so. You tell me you have a whole kindergarten class with no jerks in it, Chelsea. Well, I, no, 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 no. They, 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 they. For this, they will need to transform yes. into a single I've, K-pop. I've star. transformed into the K-pop star. And if you ask any of my stands, of course I'm not a jerk. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Perfect human being. Which 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 uh which member of the the band are you? Or like are you like the smart one or like the cute one or the bad boy? I'm the cute. Can't, can't be the bad. I'm the boy. cute one for sure. The cute. <laughs> You're one. the cute one. Okay. Nice. Um. Yeah. They the the missiles have no idea who to hit. And also, <laughs> right, nice. Ryan is an android and not a human. And I don't know if androids can be jerks because they're not humans. I think jerk is an they innately human quality. Androids can okay, be jerks. I, was, I think play, they can be jerks. I was trying to help you, Ryan. No, I I, I know. I know. Thank you. Thank you for looking after me. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. And then uh, here's our final room. Uh, this is the throne room of an uh, the throne room of an immortal king that demands to be entertained. Well, that's uh, <laughs> very easy. Uh, would Would the king like to see uh, a floating K-pop star perform their best work? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Chelsea, why don't you go and give me a live rendition of what that might sound like? That's okay. <laughs> and I. Okay, we'll just auto tune the that's okay and we'll yeah, Perfect. get that out there. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Okay, yeah, you guys have made it through the dungeon. Good work, everybody. Um, I was imagining one of the members of BTS, but I don't know which one because I can't tell them apart. I, uh, um, I'm, I'm old. I'm an old lady. I know nothing mm-hmm. about K-pop. I don't think I've heard a single song like that wasn't in the background um, of something. Um, so I, I personally am actually a Blackpink stan. Um, and so, uh, maybe, maybe, um, I could get you into that. But, I just know that there are, but also maybe you don't, I, I don't know if it's hmm? for me. I just know there's a lot of K-pop stands on Twitter. Yeah. And that they like to troll the proud boys, I think, or some like, right. They like, they like to troll pretty much problematic right-wing yeah. people. So like, know? I like K-pop stands. They're all right with me, you know? I think they're doing God's yeah. work out there. Um, okay, great. <laughs> um, uh, I would like to petition that um, whoever whoever has to go through the dungeon next um, gets to start with a morale boost from you know sort of like in, in a race when there's little kids on the sides like and you get to high five them. Oh, uh, that's kind of nice. I would like for there to be some continuity between them. Sure, we'll we'll do that. <laughs> Yay. Um, okay, very cool. So let's go ahead and close out. Um, Thank you guys for uh, joining me, and thank you uh, to Todd Howard. Did he do something on this one? What do you make? He's an inspiration. Um, he actually. Uh, this is not for Skyward Sword, unfortunately, but like Anuma actually said that Skyrim was their direct inspiration for Breath of the Wild. Oh so, wow! Yeah. Look um, at him go. Yeah. So anyway, you can find us at gameluster.com and youtube.com/gameluster. Um, you can check check out some of our good videos. Um, my friend Josh and I just finished our horrifying tour of Together B and B, a Chinese dating sim with a like thirty mm-hmm. percent on Steam, and uh, lots of big titty anime girls in there. If that's your thing, uh, we shoot them. <laughs> so the girls um, or the tits. <laughs> and so you can find us on Twitter at Game Boosters Pod. 
Um, and you can find uh, me on Twitter at Gondizi. Um, so, uh, yeah, do you guys have any any plugs? Ryan, you do anything uh, creatively you'd like to shout out? Uh, go watch uh, Let's Make a Chelsea. Yeah, actually, Ryan and Chelsea are our regular guests for Let's Make a Chelsea, which is a sort of character creation uh, little thing that we do on the Game Luster channel where we try to recreate an evil version of Chelsea. Ryan stole my plug. I was also going to plug Let's Make a Chelsea. <laughs> it's funny. I'm, Go watch it. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you have the plug, Chelsea, because you are the Chelsea. Thank in you. The video. Yeah, it's my likeness um, that's being bastardized, so I should. Right. I'm. I'm. I'm just the labor that creates value right. in this scenario. Okay. I see. Um, I see what situation. Great. So if you guys have uh have a, like Apple products or whatever, you know, leave us a review on on iTunes. That really helps with visibility and stuff. Um. I don't. Does Google does Google have the reviews? I don't think they do. Ah, there's. I mean, there's the Google Podcast app. That's what I use to listen yeah, to podcasts. It, I don't. I don't I'm, think there's reviews. To on my it. knowledge, I think Apple is the only podcast service that has reviews okay. on it. Um, but okay. So yeah. Um, if you guys want to uh, check in with us, you know, we're we're gonna be doing some cool stuff uh, coming up with our video games, the musical. And I think, and probably the last week of June, we're planning on doing another good games Inc episode. So stay tuned for that. I already have like 18 submissions from people just over the last few months, like just sending me things like with no context, um, including a picture of, I think the statue of St. Maria, but like spray painted to look like Wario. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I sent that one to you. That might've been you, Ryan. <laughs> <It> was- so, <laughs> um okay yeah so um i guess we need a last word to get us out of here um and and get us out of this dungeon that word is hags have a great summer (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i had like a i just had like a weird flashback to fifth grade like signing yearbooks like out on like the fucking like patio or whatever like on the last day of school yep yep we always signed Hags, bitches. We always signed ours in our gym, <laughs> and the gym had a very particular smell. Oh, great. <laughs> or that you can't like disassociate with hags. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> it smells like steen summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. All right. Um cats, everybody. <laughs> I don't think so. What was it? No, there was the thing that was K A T S. It was like oh. kick, ass, kick ass this summer. That was what it was. Right. Oh, I never. We were not right. creative enough in Texas for that one, or at least in my little corner. You think you, you think that us uh, our massive brain power in South Carolina <laughs> yeah. overpowered you? Cats cats did not make it to Podunk ass <laughs> Texas. No. Oh, you grew up in Podunk, Texas. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. Darn tootin'. I've heard about that town a lot. It's not sound like <laughs> things are going well there. It's not. I don't recommend right. it. Don't raise your children there All for right. sure. Last thing, do not raise your children in Texas. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys. <laughs>